Hello, this is Open Ended, a podcast where truly no topics are off limits, and I'm your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi guys, it's Callie. Welcome back to another episode of Open Ended. And if you're new, welcome. Um, This is Open Ended. I'm so glad that you're here. It's just, yeah, so glad that you're here. Um, So for this week, I'm pretty much going to be talking about losing motivation in school and, in my opinion, why I think that happens and kind of like how to regain it in a sense. It's pretty much all just going to be about like school motivation. So that said if that seems like something that interests you please keep listening um I'm really excited for this week's episode it was one of the ones that I definitely had like up there in my list um of topics that I wanted to do so I'm super excited to talk about this today so yeah keep listening if you want to learn more um so I guess from like what I've kind of experienced with motivation is For me, it's definitely, like, cyclical, meaning it's a cycle. Um, So, like, I tend to get really motivated to at least, like, get all my work done at nighttime when it's dark. Um, And then the afternoons, usually not. Um, I know there's a whole personality type energy thing where it, like, predicts, like, oh. Or it's, like, a quiz where it's, like, um, what type of times are you most motivated? It asks you questions like that or, like, what times are the most productive um, what is your sleep schedule? Like all that stuff. And I think it attributes you to like an animal or something like that. Um, anyway, with that said, I, the productivity and motivation are definitely cyclical. Now I know last week I talked about productivity. This week is not going to be about productivity. It's all, it's going to be pretty much all about motivation. Why I think that so many teenagers especially are not motivated to do any type of schoolwork really anymore, especially when we're and distance learning. Um, so yeah, I just want to kind of throw it out there that for a lot of people, I think motivation is cyclical and it kind of, it cycles. There are periods when you're not super motivated to do school, but there are periods when you are really motivated to do school. Um, and of course, at least for me, it always is tied to like how I'm feeling physically, mentally, emotionally, um, how I'm feeling about a certain class, like what the workload's like, my stress levels. There's so many things that I think that tie into motivation, but for me, a lot of the times, it's how I feel about the classes that I'm doing or my stress levels, and it's a lot of psychological aspects, at least in my situation. I know for a lot of other people, it can be how they're feeling like in their body or um, what happened recently in their life that can maybe make it really difficult to do schoolwork or work in general. Um So I guess I'll kind of like answer like the main question of today's podcast, which is like why teenagers have lost motivation to do schoolwork. Um, Now, of course, not every teenager has done this, but I've found that the majority of teenagers and the way the educational system is set up aren't motivated to do schoolwork because, and it's definitely, at least from where I see it, is because some, a decent amount rather, of the information that is out that teachers teach and that is taught in the educational system is stuff that teenagers don't use later in life but it's more just like things that they like want they learn and it's not necessarily like 
something that they can use, like a specific skill or like history that they need to know. It's more just like memorization and focusing on things on topics that they're not interested in. Now, I will say that a lot of the skills that you learn in school are super valuable, like reading quickly, um, having really good critical thinking skills, um, all those things that are really skills that you kind of need to have. Um, but in the same time, it's like teachers, I know, not even teachers, the entire education system, I think the way that it is currently taught and how teenagers' interests now lie, it's definitely it's a spreading out gap. Now, I feel like it's definitely always been about that because, of course, not everybody's going to be interested in math or chemistry or American history or those typical subjects that you see. But I think that, especially now, teenagers are like, why do I need to learn about calculus? I'm not not going to do a job that requires me to do calculus, but they need to have that class to be competitive for college. And that's kind of where, like, it leaves teenagers in a very tricky spot, even with and the, how the education system um, feeds into it, too, because I think that teenagers are almost forced to take certain courses or classes because they want to look competitive for college, because I think in a lot of ways, teenagers think, OK, I need to get go to a really good college and then to get a really good job and to be happy. And I think that in a lot of ways, yeah, academics plays a role into your happiness, but I think... Also, there are other things that can make you happier, make you feel more secure in what you're doing in your life, you know, if that makes sense. Um, So I guess I think the reason why teenagers are really losing all their motivation is because, A, especially on distance learning, it's so much, or virtual learning, it's so much easier to cheat in classes. Um, And the information just that the course material that a lot of schools teach isn't something that teenagers are interested in um and teen and of course teachers do and educators do whatever they can to make the course interesting if they want to be a quote-unquote good teacher um but in a lot of ways I think teenagers just it's not interesting to them um because I have seen a shift where we're seeing more entrepreneurs and people that haven't taken the necessarily traditional educational route like they didn't go to college but they're becoming super successful and they're like billionaires and things that are millionaires and things like that. I mean, we've seen people like Gary Vee. He didn't go to college, but he's really successful. Um, we also see like celebrities that didn't go to college, but they're super successful. Like think of like the Kardashians. Um, I just a little side note. I personally don't really like them that much, but teach his own. Um, that was just an example that was kind of brought to mind. Anyway, we're definitely seeing a shift or a division between ideologies and younger people where what some of them are continuing on that really rigorous college path. They're doing everything they can. They're in that, they're in that, they're in it. And they're doing everything they can to get into a college, but they burn out and they're stressed out all the time, which is ultimately not very good, but it's, or if they're, not burn out or stress, they're really motivated and they're driving the competition, they're setting the curves, doing all those things. Uh, but and that I feel like that's a majority. It's probably like sixty percent that and forty percent of teenagers are like, hmm, I don't really want to do the traditional educational route. It's not for me. I'm not a person that wants to go to college. And that's okay. They want to be the the entrepreneurs who 
don't get out of college with a bunch of debt and they end up being their own boss or they end up founding a multi-million dollar company or six-figure business and they become super successful and really wealthy. Um, I definitely see like that's a division between people. Um, cause I, but I guess that's kind of what it drives, goes back to my question, to the question of this episode is that teenagers are finding out that school for a lot of reasons isn't super helpful. It's helpful in the sense that you're building friendships and you're meeting new people and you're building that things and it's helpful in that you're learning certain skills that will help you if you want to take that traditional career path um but I think in a lot of ways the subject material doesn't isn't necessarily um pushing kids or teenagers to be in a verbal frenzy or debates or super motivated and lively and really engaged in it um because I think a lot of it is could be due to interest but I think that to that rather it's the education system and the subjects that have been taught for hundreds of years are the same and they haven't changed unless something has changed in that specific um, subject matter area with that said there are, of course, classes that are more towards, like, vocational studies or that are really interesting or that are to typical, like, art, fine arts credits or their elective credits. But I think in a lot of ways, teenagers are just realizing that, oh, yeah, these aren't useful to me or it's not providing me with any skills that I need to know or it's negatively impacting my mental health. Um, and it's just something that they're just not motivated to do because if they don't see a point to it. Um, also I think that mental health issues can definitely add into it, um, because I've totally experienced, like, when you're having struggles with your brain and your emotions and your mental state, it's really difficult to be passionate about other subject matter or really a lot of things that you used to have interest in, because I think that young kids, even children, they're super engaged and motivated and have this appetite for life. And I think that they're um, open to the world and they're super optimistic in a way that even teenagers aren't. Because I think that kids see teenagers and they want to be them and they want to be older, but in the same way, teenagers want to be kids again because they don't want to be as exposed to the world and they want to be more they want to spend time outside and playing with their friends and not having to be stressed out. Um, I think that that has really changed in the last few in the last few decades because before I think a lot of teenagers they weren't in the rat race. I feel like as they now call it of okay I need to study my butt off I need to do all of the things because it's almost becoming or they need to do all the things to get into a good college and get a good job right out of college have pay off your student loans, then do all the nuclear family type stuff, or if they don't, they just are really successful in um, that type of, not that the people that are do the nuclear family are unsuccessful, but it's successful in a different way. Um, but I think that that rat race is kind of driving what makes kids more unmotivated. 
Um, and to that, I think the quote unquote rat race that I've been talking about, it definitely makes kids be forced to grow up a little bit because they have to start thinking about their future decades ahead of time when in previous like generations, they never had to think about that, whether that was due to like, they had to go to war or like just it was that big culture boom after the war just they well there wasn't as much competition because not as many people were going to college um and I think that because kids teenagers have had to grow up they have almost been shown the horrors and the what's necessarily negative about society and what makes it so difficult to be an adult um and kids, they don't see that. They see the world as like this perfect utopia that doesn't have problems. And that the only real problems are like these minuscule things in the grand scheme of things. But especially now, teenagers have this um, expectation to be really well read and know about the news and be really educated and almost like have they, they have to be like, act like adults when they're the age of like 15, 16, because they have to be competitive for college. And I think now teenagers are expected to act like adults when they get to college. And they're supposed to be these wise people that know so many things when really teenagers aren't wise. They don't know everything. They make mistakes more than adults probably do. The typical like reckless mistakes rather. Um, And I think that that's also what has made it so difficult to be um, invested in schools because teenagers are thinking so much farther into the future than they need to be because of that expectation. Um, I also think, too, that the fact that there's that expectation of you have to read the news or you have to know about social issues, it can be really, really depressing, like astronomically depressing. Because you're constantly, none of the news is really positive unless you actively seek out positive information on the news or what's happening in the world. Um, And I think that that definitely has made teenagers a little bit more depressed as having this almost shift in the news from not positive things or they're negative things but they don't um, necessarily... Are the negative aspects aren't necessarily as negative as like, oh, there are these things happening in the world that will affect me later with the with current U.S. legislation or the government or climate change. There are so many things that are really running rampant right now that teenagers, I don't think, had to think about 30, 40 years ago or even 20 years ago. Um, that has really contributed, I think, to reason why teenagers are so unmotivated because they're like, the world is ending, like, all these things are happening, the world is becoming crappier and crappier every day because of the news and what's happening in the world, but there isn't really a point to learning about something that happened in the past or other aspects of academia if they're not, if the world is not going to be here in 30 years. And I know that definitely sounds bleak and blunt and all those things, but I think it's how a lot of teenagers, including myself, have thought before in the past or that currently think. Um, So I guess that kind of is a nice segue into what I have done to kind of regain that motivation and have almost like that childlike 
lust for education and learning things and expanding your mind and your education and kind of learning all that you can so you can be a better person or learning all that you can because it's something that you genuinely want to do and you genuinely want to just learn and you want to know as much as you can as quickly as you can and I think that especially now teenagers just don't feel that they it's almost like a disconnect between teenagers and the education system um so a few things that I kind of do is I don't read the news that much if I do it's about something genuinely passionate about um and if it's on social media I just scroll to the next story um and I know that sounds like quite insensitive because obviously I am privileged in the sense that I don't have to deal with those social issues that are happening um but for me for my mental health purposes there are certain times where I have to say you know what I have to step back and think about something else and then I can fully give it my full attention and passion later if that makes sense um and kind of like adding on to that too just because I choose not to view or watch or listen to specific news doesn't mean I'm like misinformed or less informed because I still see it on a daily basis. I mean, all of you guys probably know you see it on social media pretty much constantly or at least a decent amount. Um, or you just read articles or people talk about it. It's never not something where you can completely avoid it, which is, again, a nice thing sometimes, but also a negative thing at other times. Um, but just because you take a break from, like, consuming news or you don't choose to view certain news doesn't mean you're misinformed. I mean, if you are consuming a source that is typically very biased and very misinformed, then yes, you are probably going to be misinformed also if that's the only source that you view. Um, But I think that a lot of the times we don't have to view so much news constantly because we're constantly, yes, we're being informed but it's okay if you're not informed, like, in excess. Um, So that was my little spiel on that. Um, Also, too, with sometimes if you're finding that you're really unmotivated in school specifically or in work and in academics, whatever, it could mean that you are reaching um, burnout and you're becoming just super burnt out. You just don't want to do it anymore. Um... So I would say sometimes you just have to follow the wave. You will find that motivation again. Um, you'll, you just kind of have to go with the flow and see, you know what, I'm not too motivated to do it right now. It's okay if I turn an assignment or something late because I took the time. I took a break away from the screen or away from my work and I did something in that time and then I came back to when I was feeling rejuvenated and refreshed. Um, now, this isn't... Most of the time, it doesn't work like that. Most teachers I know are very strict on stuff like that. But I think that that's also, too, where time management and procrastination will serve you very well um, if you if you choose to do this, like, tactic, I guess. Um, because you have... Because you have more time to kind of finish that, like, assignment or project or whatever... Um, you're like, okay, I can, t- I'm a la- I can take this break because I have a lot of time to be like, okay, you know what? I knew I was going to feel unmotivated, so I'm just going to like go take a walk or I'm going to like 
do something after school one day for the whole day and not have to think about school. And then even if it's like during like finals week or a really stressful time, it is very, very important that you take a break because if you're constantly studying for like the weeks up to your exam, you're not going to do well on the exam because you're going to be burnt out. You're going to be like, oh, I've been studying for two weeks. I know this material, but I just can't do it. I don't know it. And you're going to stress yourself out. And I think that too, that also is probably the one of the reasons why teenagers are not motivated to do school is because it's constantly surrounding us and we can't get away from it. You just can't. It's on your cell phone. It's on your computer. It's on any other devices that you have. People talk about it constantly. You just can't get away from it. And it sucks that it's that way, but you just can't get away from it, especially when your school is all online. Um, so with that, I would also say like two kind of, um, get your motivation back and get your mojo back. I think a good thing to also do is take specific time away from your phone to either go outside, do something new, make it a little bit more exciting because when you go back to doing that work that you didn't want to do before, you're going to be like, okay, I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it now so I can do something else that will serve me more. Um, and that means you're still doing the work, you're still getting it in, but you're also working on, um, other projects that are not on technology because I think it's super important if you have struggled with anything like feeling unmotivated or feeling depressed because a lot of ways one of the symptoms of that you're either not chronically depressed but you've experienced depression before or you're just in a depressive episode is that you're super unmotivated pretty much all the time and you'll have like bursts of energy. At least that's how it's been described to me. I mean, of course, there's other variations on that. Um, and that's, of course, not the only thing that is about that determines whether or not you have depression. That's another topic. Um, but yeah, I just make sure you're checking in with yourself and your mental health constantly. Um, and you're really kind of doing some reflection in your own brain because that will help you so much later and will help if you have issues with motivation. Also to that too, if you're finding that you're unmotivated and you procrastinate all the time, and you're really fidgety and you constantly like shift from topic to topic in a conversation really quickly um, or you're having really issues focusing. I have issues focusing all the time. That may be a potential like, oh, do I have ADHD or ADD? I mean, this is in no way saying that all people that are unmotivated have ADHD. Um, but I have seen people that are like, oh, I was really unmotivated. Like people online, not people in my personal life. Um, people online are like, yeah, I constantly procrastinate. I was really unmotivated all the time. I couldn't focus. And it turns out they had ADD. Just, yeah. So I would definitely, before saying, oh, I'm unmotivated, I'm lazy, I'm a piece of crap, maybe saying, okay, why am I feeling unmotivated? It's because I don't, unmotivated. Is it because I don't want to do the work? Or is it because of another reason that's psychological or because something I can't control, if that makes sense. Um, I guess kind of will segue into it. Um, of course, we all struggle with not being able to focus all the time. I specifically cannot focus for um, extended, not extended periods of time, but for me, it's really hard for me to like get started into something and get into that flow state 
it's really difficult for me to get into that flow state. It usually takes me like 25, 30 minutes for me to get into that flow state. Um, so it's kind of helped me like, even though I'm unmotivated to do it, the Pomodoro method has been vital in that because I'll be like, okay, I'm getting through it in a way that is doing it in a positive way. And yeah, I don't want to do it, but I'm forcing myself to do it because I know I'll feel better later. Um, and in that, and I kind of doing that for a couple of weeks, I've realized that, oh yeah, I actually am a little bit more motivated to do schoolwork because I'm breaking it up into chunks because obviously it can become overwhelming. And when things are overwhelming, I definitely feel like there's some unmotivation, not unmotivation. There's motivation is not involved. Um, so yes, I've definitely been rambling a lot, but another, I guess, potential thing that I would say, like, as like a piece of advice is just, if you're feeling unmotivated, that's okay because it happens to everybody, especially around this time of year. It's the end of the school year for the majority of people. We're getting into the home stretch. It sucks. We're all, our mind is on summer. So we're thinking about that. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I know it's in the back of my mind and I'm, I do not want to do school. Like I'm out of it. I don't want to learn anymore. I just, I don't want to be in my school brain. I want to be in having fun with my friends. Um, we all feel that. Like, I'm sure I'm not alone in all students when we're like, yeah, I do not want to do school anymore. I just want to go hang out with friends or go do things that are not, that don't use my brain um, or do like a passion project that I'm passionate about. But I think it's important to really keep in mind that, okay, I don't feel unmotivated now, but if I do the work now and I get it done quickly, I'll be able to go back to my other stuff and really plan out what I'm going to do for the summer. And almost like as a reward reward for yourself, like say, okay, if I finish all my work that's due today, I can plan, I can go online shopping for summer clothes, or I can plan out a little day trip that I want to do. Something like that I think is really helpful. Um, Because for me, that totally has, even though it hasn't increased my motivation for school, it's increased my motivation to complete the schoolwork, which I think in turn helps you kind of regain that motivation um, that I talked about earlier, like the motivation that kids specifically have, young kids do, is that they're so motivated to learn. Um, I think getting that back is really difficult. So I think in a lot of ways, reshaping your um, opinions about school and your idea of school because again I know I talked about this last week but that idea of failure and that you're always going to fail does make you feel unmotivated because you're like oh I'm going to fail this I'm not doing well blah 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 it's that internal monologue right or that internal dialogue or that internal thought process because not all people have internal monologues I for me it's about 50 50 um that's whole nother topic though um but yeah I think that kind of reframing how we think about school is super helpful and kind of saying you know what it's okay if I fail this test because it's a learning experience for me to do better later on so I don't fail the next test or I don't fail the next three tests and I think that assessing your your progress and assessing how well you did and reflecting on it after you like a test or assessment really shows you, okay, these are my next steps that I need to take when I do it again so I can do better. Because I think that even if throughout your whole 
high school experience, you get 100s or you get 90s or you get really high scores on all your tests, you might get to college and you're going to be like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to study correctly. How did I get through four years of high school and get all A's and pass my all my tests with really high scores and I just failed my first ever college test and I'm not doing well, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's important to have those failures, especially in high school. Even if you get like, you fail a test, that's okay because it will show you it won't affect your overall grade unless it's like a final where it's like 10 or 20% of your grade. And yes, it probably will. And that sucks. But again, it's a learning experience. You're like, okay, next time I need to study more or kind of assess what you need to do next time. Um, anyway. I feel like I've definitely been going like across topics for today's episode. I've definitely been not just talking about my essential question, which is, it's okay. You know what happens. Um, I definitely talked about what I wanted to talk about a decent amount, but I will say that, um, I feeling unmotivated is not necessarily your fault because I think in a lot of ways it is the curriculum that school, the school system sets up that there's this divide happening between teenagers and what they want to be taught and what they feel is important and what schools in school districts and the school system feels like what's important now that may change it may not maybe kids are gonna be like actually this is really important because it's teaching me a skill and I think that constantly having that in your mind like it's not necessarily the content that you're learning it's the skills that you're learning you should keep that in mind because ultimately if you know the skills well enough the content will come naturally like if you're in history and you have to memorize like a bunch of certain processes and people and all those things, you're like, okay, I need to memorize these things. I know how to memorize them well. I could do it. So I, I know the skill well. It's not necessarily about mastering the content or mastering certain parts of the curriculum. It's mastering the skills. And I think that kind of reframing, again, reframing your, um, how you feel about school is really helpful in saying, okay, it's not necessarily what I'm learning, it's the skills that I'm learning and saying, okay, on a test, if they ask me what, why did this process happen, happen in American history and I didn't know it, okay, that means I need to work on my memorization or I need to work on this aspect of the skill that the teacher's teaching in this class. And I think that doing it like that is really honestly helps you become more motivated to do it because you're like, you can almost make it like a little game or competition with yourself. You can be like, okay, I need to learn this skill really well so I can be successful in this class. It's not necessarily about the content that's really uninteresting. It's about mastering the skill and saying, you know what, I'll feel really good when I can master the skill and be able to do it well, as opposed to why am I learning this? I don't know what I'm, what is this content? I don't even know what's happening. I don't know how to do this. That type of thing, for at least for me, has been super helpful. Um, I think to that, all of these like tips and advice, I guess that I'm saying, it's not even really advice. It's just kind of personal experience. Again, if you want my, I know my podcast is heavily advice focused, but you know, I'll try to work on that. Um, but I think that a lot of the things I'm saying are easier said than done. So reframing how you think about school, it will take time, but it's worth it. And not everybody can do it because ultimately if you're so like not necessarily stuck in your ways, but you have your certain preconceived notions about school, it's going to be really hard to break those. And it's not always going to be possible. 
and that's okay. I think that just trying to get your motivation back in any way you can is really helpful because it will make you feel more accomplished in the long run. So yeah. Okay, guys, I think that's going to be the end of today's episode. I really just talked for a really long time today. Um, But yes, thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you liked it. Um, I don't know if there's a specific way that you can like rate podcasts. I don't know too much about that. But if you want to contact me about the podcast, you all know. But if you're new, it's open-ended pod, all lowercase, no dots or dashes on Instagram. Um, it's a public account, so anybody can follow it. Um, I usually say like something along the lines of like, hey, new episode. Um, and I'm kind of revamping the Instagram also. Um, I'll just share with you guys what I'm planning to do for the Instagram. Um, I'm planning to do, instead of doing a post for every new episode, I'm going to do like a story and make it like a whole story highlight so you can see every episode that I post. Um, and formal posts will be like updates on the podcast or just like if I want to post something about that episode, like that week, I'll be like, hey, I, po- I posted about something. This is just my little extra blurb that I didn't, that I forgot to include in the podcast. It's almost going to be like a little mini, not blog, but some posts could be blog posts. Some could just be updates. Um, I want to make it because I figured out that I don't necessarily want to do a blog type thing because it doesn't update as quickly and it just doesn't help in the long run. But I think that updating through the Instagram kind of doing that will be really helpful. Anyway, thank you for listening to this very, very long episode. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, week, month, year. Um, Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Okay. Bye-bye.